Whenever we gather together every first day of the week, when we have the opportunity to remember you, Lord, to remember a great Savior that we have, and that a great sinner that we are. We must confess that our hearts is full of gratitude and worship toward you. Because we are nothing nothing less than sinners saved by grace. And how we thank and worship you, Lord. Because you not only died for us. To redeem us from our sins for our our ways of life. But you did promise to us to come back. To take us for you, Lord. And be with you forever. And Lord, how we are looking for, uh, forward to that day, Lord. When we, we will be able to see you face to face. Without all the corruption of our flesh. So Lord, we ask you to, to bless our time together now. Speak once again through your word, Lord. Quicken our spirit, Lord. That not each one of us not only know about your return, but you speed your return and love your return, Lord. So, dear Lord, we ask you to once again to speak to our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Let us turn to Revelation, the last book of the Bible, and the last chapter, 22, verse 22. Verse 7. Behold, I am I, coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy in this book. Verse 12. Behold, I come quickly, my reward is with me, and I will give to everyone according to what he has done. Verse 20. He who testified to these things Yes, says, yes, I'm, I, I come quickly. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. So these are the verses just for the moment. Now, I know that I still owe you, brothers, uh, a message on the hymn singing. Now, I can because that's something to do with how we are going to learn the fellowship 
at the Lord's table. However, as you know that I just came back from a long journey uh, to Far East. So I need some time to warm it up. So I'm think I'm I I don't think I'm ready today today. However, uh, during my trip to the Far East, since uh, in both in Taipei and also in Hong Kong, now we dwell on the very important book that is Book of Revelation. So somehow this morning I feel that I have some burden. I would like to share some thought to you. Especially we are approaching the very end. Especially we are approaching the end of 2009. Now we have just read the three verses. And you know, uh, if you uh, if you uh, if you read chapter twenty two, especially first six verses, 就是首前面的六节, then you know that actual revelation already come to the end. You see, God has revealed many things to to John. So after all this being done, all the revelation being done, somehow our Lord has something else, something more to say. Three times he said, I come quickly. So what does that mean? And for long, for 22, almost nearly 2,000 years. Now, we remember that that's really what the Lord said. Behold, I'm coming quickly. I'm coming quickly. So then we always ask why the Lord still do not come. Two thousand has passed. You see, two thousand years ago, the Lord said, I come quickly. And not just once, three times, He said the same thing. Now, where the what come today, the heaven still hold of our Lord. So, this is our question. Now, what does that word, does that, that statement mean, I come quickly? Does that mean that, behold, I'm coming soon? Now, many, uh, often we understand that phrase this way. Now, during my study of the book of Revelation, then one day I read, uh, some, uh, I read some book on Revelation by G.H. Uh, Lamb. Now, he definitely is a great Bible scholar. Even he did not go through the normal school. No. He was a very simple person. But actually, the Lord was able to teach him. So the end of his life, he was able to uh, translate some monumental work by Eric Sauer. 
so that's not easy at all for GH Lang. Now according to Professor of Fuller Theological Wilbur Smith, so he considered GH Lang probably the one who know the Bible the best during 1950s. So now when he tried to explain, Behold, I'm coming soon. For many centuries, we remember that this is the promise of the Lord. Now according to our brother, he said, Actually, he studied quite well about the, the, the original meaning of this statement. He said actually what our Lord meant doesn't mean that behold I'm coming soon. No. Now in Greek the meaning is this. Now as soon as our Lord start his journey then he will come swiftly. So this word, actually this word, this Greek word should be translated as swiftly. Now that means as long as he start his journey. Now so we, we know that according to the, uh, according to the testimony of it. Uh, that the two witnesses. The way our Lord ascend to heaven is the same way he will come back. The way he ascend to heaven from Mount of Olive to the cloud. And from the cloud to to the throne. So now the same way he will come back. The first stage from the throne to the cloud. He will come secretly. He will come just like a thief. Now a thief never give you a phone call before he comes. So expectly he will come. So that's the first stage. From the throne to the cloud. And then the cloud to the Mount of Olives. Then he will come in a very public way. So he will come like a lightning. He will be like a sun. Uh, no, no, uh, like like sun. So you see, because he's the son of righteous. So we know that we're expecting appearance of the son of righteousness. So when we talk about the Lord's return, now as soon as he began, he started his journey. When he said, now I'm going to come down from throne to the cloud. Now, when he made that action, and from that moment, he will come very swiftly. Exactly, you do not know how close he, he, he's coming. So, my brothers and sisters, if this translate, if this interpretation or translation is correct one, then some thought came to me. Now, according to the prophecy in the Bible, now at least one of the prophecy given by our Lord, 
Somehow give us a hint when he already started his journey. That's very important. For two thousand years, we only know that he will come swiftly. But we don't know when he began his journey. So, brother, if anyway, according to his prophecy. But give us some kind of hint. Probably the Lord already started his journey. And then that means now we're really indeed come we're indeed at the very end of the history of mankind. So now let me try to remind you of very familiar uh, part passage. Matthew 24. Matthew 24. Verse 32. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its tricks get tender and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Now, as you know that this is a very important prophecy given by our Lord. Just few days before this statement, now our Lord has cursed one fig tree. And that fig tree really represents the nation of Israel. Through that action, the Lord actually has pronounced a very important prophecy. By His action, we know that here is the prophecy. Now one day, one day, the nation of Israel will disappear from this planet. Because when the Lord cursed that fig tree, you see the fig tree the fig tree become withered from the root. So now that prophecy has been wonderfully fulfilled. Now around seventy AD. And you remember how Titus the general uh, and with his soldier surround the city of Jerusalem. And, and then you see, and then uh, and then the whole city was fallen. So the uh, so so then uh, here you find about hundred thousand uh, young people being captured to 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 Rome. Now with their hard labor, we have today's landmark of Rome, uh, and, uh, the, the Colosseum. So now, so you see, that's the really the tragedy. Now from that time on, gradually, now nation of Israel disappeared from this earth. When you come to the 135 AD, now you find that the whole city of Jerusalem was in ruin. 
And finally, that city become one of the city of the Roman city. Archaeological discovery will tell us you still can find that main street of the Roman city. And then the nation of Israel disappeared from this earth. And people of Israel was wandering around uh, the whole globe, everywhere in this globe. But then the Lord has another prophecy. Few days after he cursed the tree. Now he had given us another very important verbal prophecy. And then he said, "Learn this, uh, learn this, uh, illust- uh, learn this parable from the fig tree." As soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. So what does that mean? This fig tree which represents Israel already withered. But then that means that the nation of Israel will be disappeared from this planet. But then what does it mean that as soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come out? And then you know the summer is near. So, if, so what does that mean? So that simply means the nation of Israel will appear again. Now this nation of Israel will be reborn again after roughly 2,000 years. So this actually is the wonderful prophecy uttered by our Lord. And now that prophecy wonderfully fulfilled. Especially in 1948. May 14th. Then the whole world will witness one surprisingly event. They all witness the rebirth of nation of Israel. That actually is a miracle in the political science. According to political science, any nation or any tribe disappear from this earth, uh, planet more than 500 years will never be revived. But after nearly 2,000 years, some miracle really happened. Now, when that, before that miracle happened, no one will believe that that will, that will do impossible. But thank the Lord. You see, here, the, pro- the prophecy of our Lord being wonderfully fulfilled. And then here we saw the rebirth of nation of Israel. But now good thing is this. It's the important thing is this. Now when that happened, the Lord said, the summer is near. Then he said, even so when you see all these things, you know that it is near, right at the doors. Now, if you read NIV, 
Here is only the door, that's all. The door is singular. But if you really read the original Greek, actually is at the doors. The door is in plural. So here means that you this the 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 doors here is not the doors of any Western house. No. Now today in the West in the Western world, when you knock the door. And right away you enter the living room. So that's why, you know, I all I also remember some my uh, some experience in the past. When I was a graduate student, and I still remember when we were in Cleveland, Ohio. Now we rent a very small apartment. And in that apartment, there's only one room. And this is our kitchen, this is our living room, this is also our bedroom. So we have a wonderful sofa. But in the evening, it can be changed into the bed. So it's everything in just one room. Now sometimes, you know, when someone knocked the door, somehow I couldn't find my slippers. You see, I thought that if I can wear slippers, it's almost I'm naked. Very embarrassing. You see, someone knocked the door. You see, because it's too close. So this is only one door. When you knock my door, you already arrived. But that's what not so what Bible said here. Now this is the house of all is in the Oriental world. Even in ancient China. You see, when you have a big house actually. So you have many and you have many doors. Of course you have front entrance. They enter into the court. Now there is a small court even within the bigger court. So then you enter in the second door. Then third door. And probably only after the fifth door you enter into the living room. Our Lord used this background. Now, when you see the rebirth of the nation of Israel, what does that mean? Now, uh, what does that mean? It means that the Lord already at the door. Do you see? We don't know which door. Now, of course, if he is still in the entrance, we still have some time. You still can prepare yourself. The only thing is that we do not know which door. Maybe second, maybe third, maybe fourth. So, brother, sister, after 1948, we were told that the law already at the doors. If the law is at the doors, what does that mean? Now, definitely, he start his journey from his home. Do you see that? And then he want to visit my home. He takes some road, he takes some journey. Finally, he arrived at my home. So think about it. Now, if he already at my doors, for sure he already started his journey. So then, when you come to that promise, 
I will come swiftly. Now, brothers, now you understand. When, for 2,000 years, only after the rebirth of the nation of Israel, you are already at the doors, it means you already start his journey. So from that time comes, he will come very, very swiftly. Do you see that? For that reason, after 1948, this world is a different world. Then of course some Christians, they try to continue to, to read that passage. Now, I tell you the truth, this generation will certainly not pass away until all the things have happened. Now, when this happened, when the Lord has arrived, He's at the door, but He's not, he, 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 didn't, he did not knock the door of my living room yet. So, support the Lord already in my living room. So what does that mean? Now, between the nation, rebirth of the nation Israel, and the arrival of our Lord, a generation. See? So people try to find out what is a generation. So they go through the Bible. No. Generation in the Bible means 40 years. So if this is true, now you understand. Now the nation of Israel was reborn on 1948. So if you plus 40, so 1988. So some Christians begin to say, in 1988, the Lord definitely will return. You see? And then uh, some brother even write a wonderful book. The title of that book is 88 Reasons Why Jesus Should Come Back on 1988. And this book definitely so. Very popular book. Only until 1988. After 1980, nobody will bother to buy that book anymore. Because in 1988, 1989, no one know the year, no one know the date. So brothers, now don't you should not spend too much time trying to guess when our Lord should return. Why? That's enough. The Lord at the door means at the door. You take His word seriously. If yes, now you know you should be ready any time. You see, you don't you don't need to know the exact date. One thing we know, He said, I will come swiftly. So brothers, it means since from 1948, no, no, 1949, to 2009, in these four six years, things change so drastically. Now, brother, now many signs show to us. Also, many prophecies being wonderful fulfilled. Now you have no other way. You have no escape. There is only one conclusion, brother, sister. The Lord definitely can come any minute. Imminent return of our Lord. 
Do you see that? You see, that, that's, that's the problem with Dabi. When Dabi tells us, uh, when, when he tried to help us have the Lord's return, his translation about the Lord, I will come quickly, uh, he always considered as he will come soon. So just now there's no more sign, there's no more prophecy to be to be fulfilled. But our brother sister, at least we know that the nation of Israel should be reborn. Then we know the Lord's already at the door. So you see, then I think our brother is right. I mean the brother Lance is right. He considered that kind of understanding was wrong. That kind of understanding was mistake. The Lord never promised I will come soon, no. The Lord only said I will come swiftly. Now important thing is, now as soon as he started the journey, very, very swiftly. Now of course, it's, uh, it's, it's very sad, 1988 the Lord did not come back. So then some people say, oh, probably made a mistake in Bible, in, in study our Bible. So one generation should mean 70 years. So now you can write another book. Uh, now I think maybe a very popular book. But we don't have to do that. One thing should comfort us. He said he will come swiftly. Now, then we will see what happened the world after 1948. And then, after 40 years, 1989, what happened? 1988, the Lord did not come back. But how about 1989? What Anything happened, brother sister? So you see, brother sister, something very interesting. Today, only when we go back, can we re only when we review the history? We begin to realize how dumb we are. How foolish we are. When the Lord said, I come swiftly. Yes, after 40 years. After one generation. The Lord never showed up. But here comes another very important sign here. Now, 1989. What happened to that year? Now we have talked about some event that will have a lasting experience. And today, today actually already been decided in 1989. Many things if you do not understand, now remember 1989. something already decided because of what happened in that year. You see, and, and uh, some people consider 1989 when history stopped. So that means something really happened in 1989. Of course, in 1989, you have so-called the tragedy in Tiananmen Square. You also know that in 1969, Khomeini was, that, that was there, that died. 
Khomeini. Khomeini 就死了。You know Khomeini, the Iran leader. 那就是伊朗的这个。Remember how he called United States the big,、uh, great Satan. 那他们就称啊、uh, 美国为这个大撒旦。And、uh, and and Israel is small Satan. 那这个以色列是小撒旦。So remember that year, really, the, the really、uh, Khomeini died. 那那年 Khomeini 就死了。And also that year, uh, Dalai Lama. Got his Nobel Prize. That 那年达赖喇嘛也赢了这个诺贝尔。So that year many things happened. 有许多事情发生。But I only mentioned two things. 但是我只提两件事情。That two things really changed the world today. 这两件事情改变了世界。What are the two things? 那这是哪两件事情 ？First, 第一件事情。The collapsing of the Berlin Wall. 那就是柏林围墙的这个。Now, brothers, sisters, that really changed the whole whole status of the of the world. That 把整个世界的这个这个情形改变。Then after that happened, 在那件事情发生之后 ，then you find the collapse of the Moscow Empire. 我们就知道莫斯科的这个帝国它也倒了。It's almost impossible, brothers, sisters. 这是几乎是不可能。Now, before 1989, 在一九八九年之前 ，you know how many nuclear warheads aiming at New York? You know how many nuclear warheads aiming at Los Angeles? 有多少人瞄向这个洛杉矶吗 ？There was Cold War, you know that. 我们知道这冷战。The world was in a great tension. 我们这个世界是在一个很。And the world was great divided. 这个世界整个都是分裂。Into two camps. 有两个大营地。Now, brothers, sisters. Why 1989 was so important? 那为什么一九八九年这么重要呢 ？Because when The Berlin Wall collapsed. That the Berlin Wall collapsed. Now you know very, you know very well. We know very well. Even the Moscow Empire collapsed two years later. We know two years later, Moscow collapsed. But strictly speaking, but strictly speaking, it collapsed. But strictly speaking, it collapsed. But strictly speaking, it collapsed. Now, how, why we take so seriously? That we 为什么这么严肃的来看呢 ？Do you remember the statue?、Uh, do you remember the dream of Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel two? 我们记得但以理书第二章尼布贾尼撒的这个。There you find、oh, a giant. 我们看到一个巨人。Now the head is of gold. 那这个头是金做的。That is silver breast. 那是铜。那银的银的胸。And then breast, black、uh, belly. 那他这个肚腹是这个。And then you have iron legs. Then, iron, iron legs. And now you see this is a flow chart of the uh, empire uh, uh, of of the empires. That, this is the empires. So actually, this is the flow chart of the human history. This is the flow chart of the human history. It's about two five six hundred years ago. You have the golden head. Then, then silver. Then brass. Then iron. So according to that prophecy, there will be four empires in the area of Great Sea Mediterranean Sea. Babylonian Empire. Persian Empire. Greek Empire. And Roman Empire. These are all wonderfully fulfilled. So when you come to the iron legs, you have two legs. So you have a Western Empire, Roman Empire. You also have the Eastern Roman Empire. And then you come to the feet. Then you come to the feet. You see, according to the Bible, half iron and half clay. That is half iron, half clay. 
And now we know that. During the Cold War. Now this whole world definitely divide into two parts. Part of part, one part is clay, one part is iron. And now we were all created. Uh, man was was created uh, from the material of clay. So that really represents the system of democracy. And then another camp. They just follow the spirit of Roman Empire. And Roman Empire conquered the world with iron and also with, uh, he, he tread upon this, this whole earth with his iron feet so you remember once upon a time now the world really divided into two camps so that means that the world already come to the part of the feet and you remember at the end time, according to prophecy of Daniel, there will be a rock. Now that rock will hit that feet, and they will smash the whole thing into pieces. No more gold, silver, brass, and iron. Then there will be fifth empire appear in this world. So now we understand what does that mean. What is that rock? The Lord Jesus tried to explain to us. Now you remember that chief cornerstone. And have been rejected by uh, by uh, have been rejected by the experts. And then finally, you know, become the chief cornerstone. So our Lord was that stone, was that rock. Then, then the law uh, continued to explain. When this rock or this stone fall upon anybody, it will smash it into pieces. It's very clear. The Lord applies His word to Daniel too. So what does that mean? He will come back again. When He come back again, now He will conclude all His all history, whole history. And then we'll come to the very end of uh, of mankind. Uh, mankind. So when that re- when that really happened, and uh, 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 when that really happened, then you see. Uh, uh, you see, uh, then there will be another. Then will be another kingdom. That is the kingdom to come. That is the future kingdom of that's messianic kingdom. So, brothers and sisters, that's very important. That's why that's why uh, John the Baptist said, "Now, kingdom of heaven is at hand." Because according to Daniel's interpretation, the God of heaven, will establish another kingdom. So that's the kingdom of God at the very end. So from this prophecy, the Lord definitely will conclude everything. Do you see that? So when that rock 
hit upon, smash upon, hit upon the feet part. So being in the world already from the 600 years before Christ all the way now come to the very end. Now we'll ask when the Cold War between these two camps ended. Remember 1989 when that Berlin Wall collapsed, what does that mean? That simply means that now, brothers and sisters, we no longer in the part of the feet. Now we come to the part of the toes. Now you know that we are really at the end of the end time. So, brothers and sisters, the word of Christ was so accurate. As soon as he started his journey, I will come swiftly. Then one after another prophecies will be wonderfully fulfilled. Do you see that? Now, this really indeed something, something really, you just, just beyond our imagination. We just cannot imagine. Things develop so quickly, so swiftly. And brother, sister, if you really go back to the history, you know they really, really develop so swiftly. And now you know, in the time of Gorbachev, and these things really happen. And now, brothers, when you look back the history, in 1948, now definitely you see the rebirth of nation of Israel. But by that time, many people of Israel come back to Israel. So they came back from 206 nations of the world. So they really went back. Some of people even came back from China, from Kaifeng, from from Kaifeng, and they really went back. So today, if you go to Israel, if you go to the uh, any the Chinese restaurant in Tel Aviv, you don't have to ask him what is your name. His name must be Chao. You see, because at that time, because twenty century, when they migrate to China, the last name of emperor is Chao. That Chao is the same Enoch Chao's Chao. You, 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 you see, brother, sisters, and now, now we know that for sure, you for sure you know that they came from China. But don't forget. Now, yes, the East, the West, welcome them. But let's turn to uh, Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 43. Let's see what happened. What happened to the coming back 
to the land to the to the holy land of Israel. We look at the land of Israel. And let's read verse five. Do not be afraid, for I'm with you. I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. So since 1948, and our Lord really bring the children of Israel from the east and also from the west. Many people went back to Israel from the United States, from uh, uh, from Canada. They really from the West. And some people from the East. From uh, Iraq, from uh, Iran, even from China. So you see. Now there's no problem from the east or problem from the west. Now I will say to the north. Give them up, and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. So what does that mean? That means there's no problem for the people of Israel to go back to Israel from the west or from the east. But something wrong with the north and the south. That's why God had to say to the north, get them out. Otherwise,他们不会交出来。他们不让他们走。你知道吗？如果他们不会交出来，他们不让他们走。你知道吗？如果他们不会交出来，他们不让他们走。你知道吗？如果他们不会交出来，他们不让他们走。你知道吗？
你就从以色列往南方去看。Then in that in the uh, in the map you just do the reciprocal. Instead of going south, now you're going north. With the same distance. Then you will reach Moscow. You will reach Soviet Union. So my brothers and sisters. Now we understand. Now According to this prophecy, there are two places will never let the people of Israel go. One is Russia. That was very true. Three million and a half Jews actually was in was 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 in Russia. Before that, people tried to apply to go back to Israel. If they end up in Siberia. So you see, this is almost impossible. They try, they try many times. That's nothing. But brother, sister, after Berlin Wall, you see, and one CBS journalist, who was who was who was a very good Christian? Literally, he remember he saw he remember he 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 remember he heard what Papachev said to the Jews. He said, "You always bother me. You want to go home." Now I just let you go. So brothers, it was our Lord who said to Gorbachev, Gorbachev, give them up. Is it how could that How could that happen? So you see, brothers and sisters, no one can explain why Berlin Wall collapsed. No one can explain why the Empire of Moscow collapsed. But we know it very well. Actually, it's God Himself who said to Gorbachev, give them up. That's why. After almost 70 years, this Moscow Empire comes to the very end. Do you see that? That's really happened, brothers. Really happened just, just one or two years after collapse of the wall. So then about million Jews from Russia coming back. Once upon a time, almost every 20 minutes you will have a jet from Russia. The same thing applied to Ethiopia. So during the coup of Ethiopia, then government of Israel sent 747, ran 747 jets, several one tried to rescue, take them home. So when the rabbi tried to welcome their black brothers, they know that when they see their brothers, the Messiah should come back very soon. So brothers, it is very clear. 1989, 
is a very, very important year. But more than that, if you study the history, if you study the prophecy given in uh, in uh, in, uh, in uh, Revelation, now you know very well. Now, when Antichrist comes, there will be revival of Roman Empire. So today, European Union already you already see something in European Union. Today they use Euro. Now, if you ask one question, now before uh, Euro, when was the last time in the territory of Roman Empire they used the same currency? Two thousand years ago. When Roman Empire conquered the world. And remember, they used Euro, the same currency. And Jesus was born under Roman Empire. When Jesus returned, again Roman Empire. Now again Roman, however, is revived Roman Empire. So you see the Roman Empire. So you see, brothers and sisters, today's currency, today, especially if you watch the news from in Europe, you see, especially recently, they have wonderful, they have a great political change. Now gradually, you see, they have to, they they have to keep the European Union safe. So definitely, they will have their own army. They must have their or measure of defense. But anyway, brothers and sisters, you can see that when this happens, it means the the prophecy of the Bible is gradually, gradually being developed, being 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 fulfilled. So remember, there will be a last empire. Now, according to the Bible, there will be a there will be a beast come out from the sea. Immediately recognize that's the fourth beast of Daniel. So fourth beast means Roman Empire. So if this beast come out again in the revival of Roman Empire, so my brother searches, and definitely will come to the ten toes. Definitely will come to the ten horns of the of that beast. Now, brother searches. Now, so 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 we already at that time. So when we come to this ten toes part, 1989. Do you see that? Well, this cold war come to the very end. So that means, brothers and sisters, and not only that, and then if the if if this is the revival of Roman Empire, so the the Antichrist will establish his empire. And remember, he he is a superman. And then you will find the the whole globe. You will find the whole globe. You will find the whole globe. You will the unity of religion. And there will be the unity of economy. There will be unity of the uh, of the military and also po uh, uh, politics. So this is a political union. This is a military union. 
这个手机放在这个上面 那你现在只要借着网络你就可以跟任何人讲电话 
Now, Brian Karen's who is in Australia. He's able to talk to the grandchildren in the United States. Now, every night you have an appointment with your people, your own people. You able to see through the Skype. And not only that. And during these 20 years, you have another invention called GPS system. What that means? Your way on earth is guided by sky. If you listen to Skype, they will tell you where to go. GPS, right? So, my brother, sister, what is GPS? Means, means what? Means Einstein is right. Now his physics is too difficult for us. But every time when you use GPS, you know he's right. You see, brother sister. Now that's what happened today. So, brother sister. Now you cannot imagine. You know. Newton could never imagine what kind of world will be today. No. He thought his physics must be accurate. You know, if he is accurate, then you have no GPS system. So, brother, sister, think about it. As soon as the Lord started his journey, he already at the door. The Lord said, I will come swiftly. Are you ready, brothers? Now, when you look back, especially since 1989, you can see what kind of drastic change. And you have two per two Persian Gulf Wars. And in 19, uh, in 2001, you have 9-11. That really changed the whole world. And not only that, you have the SARS. And you have the virus flu. And today you have a swine flu. And you have Asian tsunami. And last year you have a financial tsunami. This year you have a swine flu. And you have a Katrina. Why? 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 You ask me why. In these past 10 years, why do I experience so much? Within this only ten, this only one decade. How come the church? How come the world is like this? Are you ready, brother, sister? If you come to the Revelation, Book of Revelation, when you come to the seventh, when you come to sixth trumpet, you know there will be a mass destruction. When the population will be wiped out. And the Bible tells us there will be three. Kind of world weapon of mass destruction. And then, brothers and sisters, do you see that? And that's really, really terrible. This really terrorism. But then, but we know since 9/11, we are witnessing the birth of that new terrorism. Then we will see that according to the Bible, when you reach the sixth trumpet, then it will come to the height. So why today we always live under the shadow 
Especially in New York. That's always a target for the terrorism. And that's how we live our life through these ten years. Two o nine is almost over. Are you ready, brothers? You talked about the Lord's coming. But the way you act, the way you live, tells me that this is only theory to you. I pray that the word of God will have such impact. The Lord said, I come, I will come swiftly. He meant it. He didn't just say once. He said three times. I will come swiftly. May we answer, may we respond to such a uh, promise. Just like uh, just like uh, John. Amen. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Is this your prayer? So may the Lord really speak to our hearts. While we are approaching the end of 2009, think about it. Since for 1949, already 60 years. Since 1960, uh, since 你过了二十年，但是世界改变如此的大，你就无法想象。你无法想象。你无法想象。你无法想象。你无法想象。你无法想象。你无法想象。你无法想象。你无法想象。你无法想象。你无法想象。你无法想象。你无法想象。你无法